All right. Hello, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Caitlin here. And Jessica. Hey, everybody. Hey, happy birthday, Jessica. Thank you. Yeah. If you are listening to this on Tuesday, May 4th, it is my birthday. And even better, I am with my husband in South Carolina. I always tell him I want to move to Charleston. So for my birthday, that's where we went this year. And I'm so excited. We haven't traveled in obviously forever. So fun times. Yes. Happy birthday. And my birthday was two days ago. Funny, you guys, we are like birthday twins kind of. (laughs) I know. It's the weirdest thing. I still think it's really funny. All the weird things we have in common. Agreed. Um, Anyways, we digress. Uh, so today's episode, we are going to talk about why you don't need to teach to the test. And I'm really excited to dive into this. I know Jessica is too. Um, but before we get started, we want to um, ask you to please subscribe to our podcast. All you have to do is click the button that says subscribe. And if you're feeling extra, you know, excited today, leave us a review. Tell us what you think about the podcast. We always love reading through them. You know, sometimes when we record them, we're like, people really out there listening? Like, what are they doing? Are they listening in their car? Are they listening, you know, on their walk? And we just love to hear from you. So leave us a review, make sure that you subscribe. And with that being said, let's dive into this topic of why you don't need to teach to the test. For sure. And I think it's so ingrained in us as teachers that like, you do have to teach to the test, right? The data matters. You're answering to your admin and your district. And we get it. First of all, like, We know it's a reality of teachers, but so often when we only focus on the test scores, we're really taking away the engagement from our students and taking the fun out of learning. And, you know, that's obviously a bummer. We don't want to do that, especially like, you know, Caitlin and I are full on supporters of engaging and rigorous activities. When you only teach the test, it's like you're focusing on the rigor and not necessarily the engagement. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not to say like that the test isn't important, right? That we don't need to think about it. I know clearly we do. Um, but I think sometimes when we step outside of ourselves and we flip the script on its head and we're like, well, what if I don't approach it that way? What if I don't allow that intense pressure of testing to dictate what I do in my classroom with my students? You know, what if I look at it in a different way? What if I focus on engagement in my classroom instead of teaching to the test? And that engagement then allows my students to be really involved in what they're learning, to really, you know, remember what we talked about. Um, And we'd love to kind of give you an example to kind of discuss this. Um, The first thing I want to talk about, though, is is literary analysis as maybe like an example that students are going to be tested on the test. And then Jessica's going to give you an example from her Mm -hmm. lab, which I'm really excited to to hear about. Um, But a great example of this would be our own test scores. So in our first year, first year teaching together, we developed our EBW lesson, you know, our EBW approach to teaching writing, all focused on literary analysis. And it's something that we taught all throughout the year. We didn't even think about the tests that students were going to be taking. It was just literary analysis was a part of everything that we did. It was engaging. We did fun activities with them. And it was a part of discussions in every single unit on a continuous basis. And the next year when we got our test scores back, our students' writing scores were through the freaking roof. Like it was insane. And that's because they were engaged also because they were practicing it all the time. So the Mm -hmm. point that they're like, Mrs. Mitchell, I got this. Like, stop talking about it. You don't even need to tell me anything about this anymore. I just understand it so well. And I think that just speaks into the power of focusing on um, what our students need and that engagement and that, that repetition of skills or, you know, constantly coming back to those skills over time. We call that, you know, spiral planning, right? Spiral right. Planning, um, which I think is so relevant. 
And what a good feeling, right? When your students are like, I've got this, I'm good. Like, then that means you're all you their eyes at you. Yeah. Yes. I kind of love that. I know you too. You're like, okay, okay. And I'll give you a perfect example. Some of our teachers in uh, our EV writing program right now just finished doing their testing with their mm-hmm. students and their students have come back to them and they're like, Mrs. Uh, you know, whoever it was, Mrs. So-and-so. It was so easy. I remembered everything that you taught us, everything that we did. I was thinking about the detective lesson. Like it was just so clear to their students that they knew exactly what they were doing on the test. And what a you know major difference for a student to go into a test feeling totally prepared and like, I got it. It's all good, you know? For sure. Right. So we want to back into that testing mentality there of like, okay, my students are going to need to know how to write. They need to have claims. They need to find evidence from the text. They need to support their evidence with justification. So what can I be doing during the year to practice those skills, but in an engaging way? And so if you think about it, if you know, like, okay, my student's success is going to be inevitable. They are going to ace those tests, or at least they're going to, you know, improve from last year. Then what would I do with them? Well, if I knew their success was inevitable, I would plan really rigorous lessons and I'd make them fun. And then I would just stop worrying about it. Right. I would just do my lessons and enjoy teaching. So I want to give you some ideas for how you can do that. And this is actually a lesson that we're going to be using in our EB Teachers Club. So if you're an EB teacher listening, you kind of get a sneak preview right now of an upcoming bundle. This is a part two bundle we're doing in August and September of 2021. And we're calling these crack the case lessons. So really we're going to have our students pretend they're detectives and they have to solve these like mysteries and look through a whole bunch of actual pieces of evidence and then I don't want to say literature, but it's writing or different texts. So they're still doing literary analysis in the sense that they're going to have to read through a whole bunch of information, find appropriate evidence, and then justify their reasoning. So in one of the examples, we have this mystery at like a a middle school theater and the theater director is saying, gosh, ticket sales are going down and my school wants to shut down the theater. And I don't know what's wrong. Like something is happening here at this theater and I can't figure it out. And so these students are going to be called in to figure out what's happening at this middle school theater. And they're going to go through literally like piles of evidence and come up with theories, state their case to the rest of the class. And it's going to be done in such an engaging way that they're practicing all of those components that might show up on state testing at the end of the year but they're having fun doing it and they don't even realize they're learning. And those are like the best lessons when students are done and they're like, can we do that again? Totally. Right. They're not even like, Oh, that wasn't fun. They're literally saying like, I don't want to go out to recess or when's the next one like that. And in fact, that's why we did a two-part bundle because we just know students are going to be into this. So why not give them another mystery to solve that teachers can use in a future um, lesson that allows them to practice those same skills but in a fun and engaging way. And that makes all of the difference for them too, you know, that they're excited to come back to school. And I think for us as teachers, like think about that, what that does when our students are excited to show up, when they're engaged in their lessons, when they are like, Mrs. Mitchell, can we please do another one? You're (laughs) like, yes, we can. And you wake up at 545 and you're stoked to go to school. You know, we all show up differently and it creates a whole different experience in the education setting for not only our students, but for ourselves as well. And so when we can kind of like, again, flip that script of 
Let's not teach to the test. You know, we don't need to teach to the test. Let's instead focus more of our time and energy, not worrying about that, but putting that energy toward creating that engagement and bringing that engagement into our classroom for our students. So they remember, you know, they might be on the test in April and think, oh, claim, oh, I remember back in August or back in September, mm -hmm. we had activity in class and a claim was boom and they got it, you know, and it just makes such a difference for them. To have Absolutely. It. Because they connected to it. They had fun. It's memorable. Exactly. So I love that you just said really quick, I'm going to jump in. I love that you said it also makes the teachers have fun and be excited to show up. And I think that's so true. And then you approach the lesson differently because you're excited about it, right? It's not like today we're learning about claims. This is what <laughs> claim is. And it just makes me think like, we're, I know Caitlin's going to share with you in a second, how you can get your hands on our detective um, lesson for you. But two of our teachers that came to mind, they use this lesson with their students, Kayla and Fraulein, and they got into this detective lesson with their students. Like they got into character. They did cool stuff on zoom to get their students interested. Actually, Christopher, a third teacher came to mind. He did a cool thing too. Like you can have fun with this stuff and make it so engaging, but it doesn't have to take you a lot of time. But like, if it is a detective lesson, maybe you have like a detective badge that you show up to school in, or you literally say to your students, come up with an agency name for your detective group. You know, you have five seconds go or whatever. They're going to be into it and it's silly and fun and they're going to remember it then. Yeah. And all of that engagement doesn't have to take away from the rigor, right? And no. That is so important to us is when we are creating lessons for our EB Teachers Club or, you know, any other resources that we have. It's like, okay, we definitely want that engagement piece because that's what makes the difference, right? When our students are excited to be in class, that makes the difference. But we still have to teach them these skills, right? <laughs> we still have to be focused on the standards. And that's why we're saying you don't need to teach the test. Instead, focus on that engagement in your classroom, bring in that rigor and allow your students to build those connections and have those, you know, memorable experiences in class. So they want to come back for more. They want to keep learning. They go into the test super amped up and just feeling prepared for it because they have been engaged all year long in your class. Think about that student who's been engaged every single day. I mean, let's be realistic. Maybe not every single day, but 90% <laughs> of the time in class. And they love your class. They want to be there. They're participating. They are learning perhaps in a very different way than the student who is disengaged, who doesn't want to be there, who rolls their eyes at every single thing that you do. And you know, there might always be that student. We can't let them always bring us down. But just think about those two learning experiences for those kids and what they go into the test then feeling about themselves feeling about this topic, feeling about those skills that they've acquired throughout the course of the year. Those are two very different paths that we can lead our students down just by switching one little thing, one little perspective. You know what? I'm not going to teach you the test this next year. I'm going to focus on bringing engagement to my lessons and creating those amazing experiences for my students in my classroom. And it takes some pressure off you as the teacher. If you know, again, that your student's success is inevitable, have fun with it. You know, your lessons are rigorous. You're good to go. Yeah. And so maybe it might be too late, right? At this point in the year, and you're listening to this on May 4th, happy birthday again, Jessica. Um, but maybe it's something that after coming out of testing season, or maybe you're just in testing season that, and again, this year was brutal. I know some of us didn't have testing and we, mm -hmm. tests and they maybe don't count or all kinds of different things going on in the world of teaching right now. But maybe we go into next school year, which is a totally different mindset. You know, maybe we can come out of this year with a different perspective, a different feeling around teaching and creating, you know, some of that fun for ourselves in our jobs 
um, and less pressure on ourselves as well so that we can enjoy what we do and love what we do. Um, do you have anything else to add or do you want me to share the free lesson? Share the free lesson. Okay. I hope you guys all try this. It really is fun. and Totally. It's one of, I mean, I feel like it's our community's favorite. Um, so yeah. it's our detective lesson and it's focused on literature and evidence. So students are searching for um, evidence on a murder mystery case. We call it the bountiful case. We have a picture and a story and, and there's no answer to and that kills our like teachers and their students. They're always like, wait, what? There's no answer. No answer. So know that going into it. There's no answer to what happened to Walter Bountiful. But <laughs> your students are going to argue about it for days and it's going to be a fantastic lesson in your classroom. So if you've been hearing about it on the podcast for a while, you haven't tested it out yet or tried it out in your classroom, now is like the perfect time. End of the school year, things are starting to die down and students are starting to get that. Maybe you are too. You know, like summer is right around corner. Yes. going to bring that engagement back to your classroom. So if you go to evacademics.com forward slash detective lesson, again, that's evacademics.com forward slash detective lesson. You can grab this free lesson for your students. Um, again, it's totally free. And if you use it in your classroom, tag us on Instagram, share on social, social media. We're at evacademics, send us a DM, um, you know, even leave a review on the podcast that, Hey, I was able to grab that free detective lesson. I used it with my kids. And these were the, you know, uh, theories that they came up with as to what actually. Ooh, that would be fun to read. I would love to hear that. Totally. So do it. Let's do it. Um, all right, you guys. So with that being said, we are actually going to see you later this week for a bonus episode. We have a special guest on the podcast, Monica Genta. Um, if you're not familiar with her, she's fantastic. And she's going to be sharing more uh, content strategies around engagement. It is a fabulous yes you guys she was so funny like we could have talked to her all afternoon when we interviewed her and I'm obsessed now like I just want to keep learning from her she's actually doing a training for us this summer um intent ed teachers and I am going to be out of town with like a time difference of three hours and I'm like tempted to just wake up in the middle of the night and go listen to her talk like she is that good (laughs) and I would learn so much from her Um, So that's going to air this Thursday, May 6th. And I do just want to let you know, it is going to be an explicit episode because there is one swear word, just a little heads up FYI, we'll have the E on it um, just so that you know that's coming. Um, So that being said, have a wonderful rest of your day. Uh, Please subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review. We can't wait to hear from you guys and we will see you with the bonus episode on Thursday. Bye everybody. Bye.